Here at Kerygma Ventures, our love for the Bible doesn't stop us from having questions about it. Quite the opposite. Our love for the Bible makes us more curious about it. Do you sometimes wonder how the message of the New Testament gives meaning to the Old Testament? Are you fascinated by how Scripture applies to your life? If you do, head over to studythebibleguide.com to get some answers. Listen, we've got a simple guide to give you. It's free, and it's packed with practical tools to help you study the Bible. That website, again, is studythebibleguide.com. And thanks for listening to this Kerygma Ventures podcast. God bless. Welcome back to the Kerygma Ventures podcast. This week, we head to the ranch for Dudley Hall and Sam Downs' conversation about what men should be doing with their daily lives. The conversation kicks off with Dudley exploring how a man can find parallels between his body and the Garden of Eden. Think about it. Just like how God commanded Adam and Eve to take care of their garden, a man can view his body as a garden. The thing is, if you want your body or your garden to be healthy, you're going to have to make some hard choices. As always, we encourage you to invite your friends into the conversation. Dudley, I've known you long enough to know you don't like giving people lists of things to do. And I think that's for good reason. But for for a young man, maybe not even married, no kids yet, there, at least it seems to me in America today, there's a lot of confusion about what, what should my day look like? What should my life look like? What, what rhythms? We've talked a lot about rhythms here in this setting before. What should those rhythms practically look like? So again, I'm not expecting you to give me a list of five things. Okay, when you wake up, do these five things every day and life's going to be good. I'm not looking for a formula. But, but young men and 35-year-old men and beyond need to be coached and given some kind of f- practical framework. Again, Goal-oriented, I agree. We've talked about that before, but what, what should they be doing? I've seen some stuff on YouTube lately where some prominent masculine figures are telling young men, do this. Wake up and do this. All your buddies are off doing this. Don't do that thing. Do these things. Yeah. Um, what, what should I be doing as a man? Yeah. Uh, well, you're right. I, I don't think... A list for list's sake makes you more conscious of the regulation than of the life that's involved. Mm-hmm. But a list can be helpful. Yes. As a memory jogger and as a organizer. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not against, against that. You know, Sam, I, I think the best way at this age, I, as looking back, I think the best, the best times that I've had success with my own children and others is to try to get across to them what the where the Bible starts, and that is, the Bible started with God giving Adam and Eve a garden and saying, "Take care of it." Yeah. So at every stage in life, you need to identify your garden. Okay. All right. So we got a little kid, like you got a little little kid. Now, her only garden is some toys mm-hmm. and some stuff that she's got. She needs to know, she needs to be given some guidance in how do I take care of my garden? Right. And the responsibility if you don't take, if you don't put up your toys you don't get to play with them tomorrow right yeah you know so you're teaching her 
to take care of her garden. Yep. Well, her garden's pretty small. It's about her and mm -hmm. her toys. Mm -hmm. Well, later it's going to be her room shared with her brother, sister, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so at any stage in life, I think the first thing we need to do is get, get a young man, young woman to say, what's your garden? Identify the garden. Identify the garden. All right, the garden's my body. Mm -hmm. What I want to do with this body, what I want to look like. Now, I mean, you, you, you have no concept of this, but when I was a boy, the comic books in the back had an advertisement by Charles Atlas. Okay. And you could order, order off after these weights and this book and stuff so that when you, you could went look like to, the comic guys. <laughs> so that when you went to the beach, they didn't kick dirt in your face. Do you want to be the guy kicking dirt? Or the guy getting dirt wow. kicked in the face. Okay. And so the motivation there was work out with these. Yeah. I want. I I got a set of those. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the point. The point is, if you want your body to look different, you're gonna have to make some choices. Yeah. You can't eat chips all day. Right. And and then expect that you're going to be strong and healthy. Mm -hmm. And you got not choices just about what you eat, but choices about your exercise. Yep. So I would say to some boys who are, you know, they're frustrated about what it's like, join a gym mm -hmm. or go to a gym. There's a gym you don't have to join. You don't cost you any money. Just yep. go do it. Yep. Or you're interested in really getting some discipline, you know, take martial arts. Yeah. Uh, you know, but... The first thing I'm going to do before we spend any money on your martial arts mm -hmm. or we buy you any more stuff to work with, I'm going to go look and see if you made up your bed. Yeah. If you're not making up your bed, you're not even doing first things. Yeah. Did you brush your teeth? Yeah. You know, are you using deodorant? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. And, and so do, do, you, do you want your brain to be mush? Well, keep watching that uh, the screen all day. Right. But would you like to have an intelligent conversation with an intelligent woman at some point in your life? Yeah. That can think beyond, you know, uh, TV con sitcoms? Mm -hmm. Then read a book. Yeah. And, and ask somebody that you respect, what are the great books in your life? And then take a look and go get them and read the cotton picking thing. <laughs> and if you can't read, get somebody to read them to you until you can read. Yeah. So... So yeah, I, I think I think we we're living in such a permissive society that nobody gives anybody in, instructions, and instructions are helpful. Right. That's why I'm asking this question. I I'm telling you, man, it's I, this is not a complaint about 2023, but I'm really fascinated by the by the tone of of modern culture today. There's. Um, it's no surprise that masculinity and men are under attack and there's lots of questions about what does it mean to be a man? We've talked about that here. But sadly, I think men do need to be told, this is what you do. If you are a man and you know that you want, to your point, to have an intelligent conversation with a young lady one day and marry her and build a family and a life together, Christian or non, these are, these are some things that you ought to do. Maybe yeah. your daddy never told you to do this. Maybe yeah. you don't have a daddy. Um, speaking to that directly at that seemingly simple level, I think can be really, really valuable yeah. for some men. So we identify the garden. Oftentimes the garden starts with our own physical body. 
Um, Maybe our own bedroom and our own hygiene, um, the stewardship of our mind and reading some books. What, What next? So I've got a job, let's say. I've got a vehicle. I've got an apartment or a home. Um, what, what do I do when I get off of work? What, what does that look like? What do I do? One of the things we need uh, where there needs to be instruction and boundaries is like, uh, who, who do you hang with? Yeah. Because <clears throat> your friends are going to be the, uh, the greatest influencers in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at LE sometimes we'll ask guys, you know, what's the most important decision you'll ever make? And they always say, you know, trust in God, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah. Okay, let's say we got that out of the way. Now what's the greatest decision you're going to make? Yeah. They always say this, who's your wife? No, that's not the next most important. It's who's your friends. Yeah. Because yeah. probably your wife is going to come out of that group of friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So friends influence us and we influence others. So I, w- I would say to guys, you need to give as much, you need to give as much in- attention and serious thought who your friends are is anything else in your life, especially if you're thinking about what you wear, are you in style, are you wearing the yeah. coolest thing? Uh, think about your friends a little yeah. bit higher than that. That's good. And uh, so, so that's a part of your garden, and it's a big part of your yeah, garden. That's it affects, huge. affects you big time. Mm-hmm. And and then, uh, you know, what are your gifts, and how do you develop those so that you are being a good steward of them? Mm-hmm. You know, so many guys want to be an NBA star. They're not going to be an NBA star. <laughs> so you, you, you know, you can ease up on that. Yeah. Uh, so what are your gifts? Yeah. You know, you're five, six, you ain't going to be an NBA star. Yeah. What do you, what are your gifts? Work on those. Yeah. You love music. Then don't just learn to strum, learn yeah. to play. Yeah. Right. And you know, that's a pain in the butt. Yeah. But it pays off. Mm-hmm. So, Keeping in mind that all of these lists, all of these things are goal-oriented. Yeah. Where do you want to go with that? Yeah. What's going to happen to your mind if you don't? What's going to happen to your body? What's going to happen to you and your friends? What's going to happen to your gifts? You know, like for me, uh, <clears throat> we lived out in the country and uh, we had a piano in the house and my sisters played. And so I, I was going to take music lessons. Mm-hmm. But I was also playing uh, Little League football. And we were 10 miles out of town, and my dad's a farmer, and he didn't have time to take me to town. So finally they said, you can make a choice. You can either play football or play the piano. Well, you guess what I did. Football. Yeah. And it, you know, it got me a college scholarship, but I'd give anything today if I knew how to play the piano. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you can do that the rest of your life. That's right. I love music. Mm-hmm. But I am so ill-trained in it yeah. that I just have to depend upon other people's skills to bring me joy. But mm-hmm. wouldn't it be fun to be able to go and sit down at the piano and play out your feelings? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be. I'm gonna get to do that in the new heaven. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. A uh, couple examples of goals then. So you want to make goal-oriented decisions in your own building of these lists of what you should do every day, what are some highlight goals that you recommend young men would be fixed on? Well, I, uh, I think money is always an issue. And so starting early on of thinking about how do I handle my money? Mm-hmm. Okay, if mom and dad's taking care of the basics and you're getting money for whatever, uh, 
it, you, sh you should go ahead and think through how much of it should I, some of it you should give away, you should give to the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. uh, some of it you should save. Yeah. Even if you're making $5 a week, mm -hmm. save a nickel, yep. whatever you have to. Uh, and then uh, investing. Yeah. Go ahead, you know, you, you know, you can't buy a big stock portfolio, but you can invest somewhere. Give, save, and invest. Yeah. You have a recommended like starting block for that for people, like how much of what I'm, how much of my income should I give, save, and invest regularly? Well, I tell you uh, what I did because I grew up, you know, uh, in a church that really harped on the tithe a lot. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I honestly grew up thinking if I didn't tithe, God would break my legs. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't believe that anymore. But I do believe that the concept of giving 10% is a good con it's a good yeah, place to start. Good starting point. Yep. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be cursed if you don't. Yeah. And you're not you're not winning God, God not going to make God love you more if you do. But it's a good place. Same way with savings? Yeah. Uh I ought to save at least 10%. Yeah. And uh and then uh investing, I I didn't have much of a place to invest except to just a savings account. Mhm. Mm Which sure. But so I did that. And uh, there's something good about watching that grow. I mean, used to it used to grow because you could get several percentages. Mm -hmm. uh, and, then, uh, and then prioritize how I'm going to spend it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, th I think that's, you know, one of the things that really bothered me back in the 70s when I was uh, in seminary and pastoring a church, the Jesus movement hit. And... Uh, Hal Lindsey's book had just come out about we're the terminal generation you know, Jesus is going to come back in this this generation and I, I just remember dealing with kids who would would not learn how to handle their money mm -hmm. they did not know how to they wouldn't take care of their bodies they were not planning for marriage they were having sex but they weren't planning for marriage mm -hmm. and it was all because they believed that life's going to be over soon yeah. so why plan for the future yep. so I, I don't I don't think that's healthy. I think we ought to plan to be here for a long time. Yeah. And if Jesus shortens it, we, we're not going to be disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I promise you, if Jesus shows up and says, I've come to get y'all, I'm not going to go, hey, I got a savings account and I want right. to see it fulfilled. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Jesus. Foolish. But I'm just saying, teaching people to live with the long view yeah. in, in mind. And of course, when you're, 13, 15, 17, the long view is not as long as you have True. one now and I have one now. Mm -hmm. But at least you're starting to think that way. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so money would be a category. Yeah. Um, it's good. I like that. Sexuality is a category. It's like, okay, well, uh, yeah, God God made sex and that was, a, that was a, one of his better days. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> better thought. But but it's a wonderful gift. It's wonderful. So how how's it to be managed? And and so how does pornography fit into that? And how does uh, you know the sexual revolution fit into it? To to be able to think through it. So what do you really want? Yeah. I mean what what do you really want? And are you willing to are you willing to head in that direction? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Kerygma Ventures podcast. We'd love for you to join us next week as we continue to bring you conversations and messages that challenge you to live a life of grace and freedom, developing a thriving relationship with Jesus. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, would you share it with someone in your life who you know would be encouraged to hear it? Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.